Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, AJ Hogue, where AJ's more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's AJ with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. I'm AJ Hogue, the author of Effortless English. Learn to speak English like a native. That's my book. Get my book. Effortless English. Learn to speak English like a native. And join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Speak English powerfully. Speak English fluently. Speak English effortlessly. Think in English. Join my VIP program today at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Go today. I'm in a different spot today. I'm in Osaka, Japan still. Today, though, sitting next to a river, a different river. I am on the Tonbury River Walk. The Tonbury River Walk is a, a river. It's really more of a canal, I would say, that goes across the southern part of Osaka near Namba. Near Namba. Also near Dot. Dotonburi. Dotonburi is uh, kind of a famous area in Osaka. Lots of little restaurants. Lots of tourists go there now. And there's, uh, well, it used to be a river, but now it's a canal. What's the difference? A canal is artificial. Right? A canal is made by people. And a river is natural. So it's not a natural river anymore. It's, you know, it's got... Stone walls And the water goes through this Stone These stone walls So it's really a canal not a river But it used to be a river Anyway Along this canal They have something called the Tombri River Walk It's not Not super long but It's still a nice little short walk You can walk along These little Sidewalks that are next to the canal. Little little restaurants all along the way. Very nice. In the canal itself, they have little river tours. They have these short little boats. The boats have to be short because they have to go under these bridges in this area. And the bridges are low. They're not big, tall bridges. They're quite low bridges, so they can't have tall boats because they'll hit the bridges. So they have these little short boats, and they give tours. So tourists get on the boats and ride around up and down this canal. I just saw one. Kind of interesting, actually. It's this one. It looks kind of nice, kind of fun. They have a band, a little band. I think it was a four-person band on the boat. So the tourists sit and relax and look around and ride on the boat, and the band plays music. What's interesting, a little strange for me, actually, is the band is playing uh, Dixieland Jazz. (laughs) So it's a Dixieland Jazz band. Japanese, the people are Japanese, but they're 
wearing kind of these uh, clothes that look a little like Dixieland jazz outfits, clothes, and they're playing Dixieland jazz music. What is Dixieland jazz music? Uh, maybe you don't know. Dixieland jazz music, it's, uh, it's basically the kind of music uh, that came out of the uh, New Orleans area, or New Orleans, as they say, the locals say. Uh, Yankees say New Orleans, <laughs> but Southerners say New Orleans. It's a certain kind of jazz came out of that area of the country, and it's called Dixieland jazz. It's it's different than uh, you know there are other kinds of jazz that you know maybe were popular or grew out of different areas in the United States. Dixieland Jazz has kind of a unique sound. There's usually a banjo, for example, in the band. And they had a banjo in this uh, band. It's a little strange for me, <laughs> being from the south of the United States, to hear that music in the middle of Osaka. Hmm, got another boat coming up here. Looks like some more tourists are going to get off the boat. As I sit on this walkway, this river walk, I'd like you to maybe take an imaginary walk in your mind. <laughs> kind of a walk through your vision of the life you want. Your vision of, let's say, your future. Your vision of your dreams. Your vision of the life you would choose if you could completely choose it exactly how you want what would it be I mean uh, to really walk through and imagine it and see it and experience it see this is one problem I think is people have an idea of what they want they have an idea of the kind of life they want but they don't uh, really think about it in detail they don't imagine it they don't see it they don't hear it they don't feel it it doesn't feel real to them of course, you probably know this is this is a technique of you know visualization. Um, you could call it guided uh, visual visualization. Uh, that book, The Secret, kind of uh, described the same sort of uh, technique. But basically, what you do is you just you got to make it real in your mind. If you really want to achieve something, you need to have a nice, clear vision of it so that it feels real in your mind, so you know what it is you really are trying to do, trying to create. So, you know, when you imagine yourself speaking English like a native, you actually see yourself doing it. You see yourself and maybe even hear yourself speaking fluently and confidently. And you notice, too, your own, when you imagine this, you imagine yourself speaking like a native, you see yourself looking confident and strong, too. Just your body language. Like your shoulders are back and your head is up and you're smiling. And you've got a nice strong voice when you're speaking. And, you know, and you see that the people you're speaking to, they understand you easily. And the words are coming out fluently and effortlessly. You've got to experience that in your mind. Really see it, hear it, feel it like it's actually happening. Like it's a memory. It's like a future memory is a good way to describe this. 
you're creating a future memory in your mind, like a movie in your mind. I discuss this in my book. I give uh, some very detailed instructions in my book about how to do this. Today, I'm just giving you a really basic idea. But that's one thing, you know, to really see it and imagine it and to do this, you know, maybe every day is a little uh, habit to create that vision in your mind of you speaking English fluently, powerfully, like a native. So you're clear. It's like it makes, it's like it creates a direction for you in life and it will pull you to that so that it will happen. You'll, you will actually speak like a native. Speak English like a native speaker confidently. This is also true to see yourself free. What does that mean to you? What does that mean to you? Free. Okay, forget worries. Forget doubts. Oh, I don't know if I can do it. I'm too old. Uh, whatever. Forget all that for now and just see it. If you could choose it, if you could, you know, it was magic. Just snap your fingers and immediately you are, you're living f- free. You have all the freedom you want. Just like it just happened and you see it and feel it. What would that mean to you? Because it's different for everybody, right? Everyone has a different idea. Like for me, when I used to dream about this before I was free, I would, you know, I would imagine myself, number one, I would imagine myself uh, not going to work. (laughs) So I would imagine myself at that time sleeping in a little bit later, not having to wake up early and relaxing at home and, you know, having a coffee or something and doing some exercise and living free. Oh, another boat's going by. Just a second. They're a little bit loud. Free. that was part of my freedom was kind of this control over my own time each day and at that time you know back when I was younger I was I had some jobs I was very unhappy in my jobs and the schedules were terrible I was tired and so for me it was I mean just that little simple thing imagining myself waking up when I want to wake up going to bed when I want to go to bed not worried about the next day having to go to a job that was important to me at that time so I would imagine that now bigger than that I would also imagine traveling because uh, traveling and visiting different countries and exploring different places and cultures and ideas was very exciting to me so for me when I would look and see my freedom that was a big part of seeing my freedom seeing myself traveling, seeing myself in different countries. You know, seeing myself with enough money to do that. Of course, that requires some money. So seeing myself with enough money to fly around and travel. And of course, seeing myself with enough free time to travel when I wanted to, anytime I wanted to. I would see that. That's what that freedom and even the financial freedom that's what it meant to me oh here I'm gonna hear the, the boat with uh, jazz is going by I'll see if we you can hear it one second
nice, right? It's nice music. It's great music. It's really fantastic. So. <laughs> what is it for you, though? What does freedom mean to you? It's right. We all have our different ideas. Maybe you don't care about traveling the world like like me. Maybe you don't care about getting up early. <laughs> That's also fine. What does it mean to you? Now, if you have children, maybe it means you can stay home with them. You don't have to go off to a job all day and be away from your family. That's an important part of freedom for some people. So you can imagine that and see it. See yourself spending all day with your kids or your family or as long as you want. <laughs> maybe you need a break sometimes. <laughs> But again, you got to see that. And maybe, too, uh, that freedom involves some level of money, some level of abundance, financial abundance. You know, so you can see the kind of home you want to have. For me, one of the things I quite enjoyed and wanted for financially, it's a luxury, but for sure a luxury, but... As I traveled more and more and more, really, uh, traveling became uh, tiring, it, and it is tiring, the f specifically the flying part. <laughs> and so I began to say, oh, it would be so nice to travel, uh, to fly business class, right? To sit up in the front of the plane, and especially those long flights, be able to lay down on the uh, completely flat and sleep during the flight instead of in those tiny chairs, super uncomfortable. Because, you know, I do flights. So I do a lot of flights that are 12 hours or longer. And I do trips where I'll have several flights. So 18-hour trips, 20-hour trips, like sometimes, you know, 24 or more hours of airports and planes. It's not so fun, especially after you do it a while. In the beginning, it was romantic and exciting, and now I really don't like it. <laughs> so... I, I would imagine, oh, it was so nice to travel business class, and now I can, and that's what I do when on the long flights, and it does help. It helps a lot. It's a much nicer way. So for that was one thing for me also. I would imagine it. I would see myself, imagine myself, you know, up in those nice seats in the front of the plane, laying flat, sleeping during the flight. But what is it for you? You have to decide. What is that financial freedom for you? You've got to see it. Make it real in your mind. And as you walk through your vision of the future, think of your family. What, what kind of family do you want? Now, maybe you're lucky on already. You've got a fantastic family. And it's great. And there's lots of love and connection. Great communication. You're so close. That's great. Just, you know, see it and imagine that as it is now. And just appreciate it. Have, feel gratitude. Feel grateful. Maybe there's some things you'd like to improve. You know, for example, if you are working a job and you're gone a lot, maybe again, that time, that to have the time, the freedom to be at home a lot more with your children, with your spouse, maybe with others too, your extended family, maybe your parents, uncles, aunts, cousins, whatever, close friends. But again, you got to see it. See it. Imagine it. How do you want it to be? you got to make it real in your mind first. Remember, everything starts in your mind. It all starts in your mind. If you can't see it in your mind clearly, if you don't feel it 
inside first. If you don't see it and hear it in your mind first, then it's difficult to create it, to make it real. But the opposite is also true. When you do see it clearly, hear it, feel it, like a, like a memory, like a real strong memory that's going to happen, it's much easier to make it actually happen. It's more likely to become real. And that's why it's important to do this little exercise sometimes. You need a clear vision. If your vision's not clear, it's very hard to reach where you want to go. Make your vision more clear. For family, for love, the kind of relationships you want, friendships, meaning, you know, what the kind of meaning you want in your life, purpose and meaning. Another area of life to, that's good to think about and imagine and see is, uh, you know, just fun, enjoyment, enjoyment, happiness, travel, adventure, whatever that is for you. For me, it was travel, it still is. You know, an enjoyment, you know, laughing, smiling, having a good time, learning, growing, feeling alive, feeling completely alive. What makes you feel completely alive? Well, see yourself doing those things that make you feel very alive. For me, it's being outdoors. You know, a lot of it for me is just to be outside in nature, walking. <laughs> it's pretty simple for me at this point. I don't need to, I don't need big uh, adrenaline sports like, you know, I don't know, jumping out of planes and things. But some people like that stuff, which is fine. Some people uh, like to do more sports things. Some people, it's maybe cultural things or cooking. Or Some people, they want to travel to cities and visit lots of restaurants and food. My friend Joe's like that. When he travels, he's very focused on food. He's very exciting. He loves it. For me, it's more outdoor things. So again, you got to see it and feel it. Like what? Imagine yourself doing that a lot more, right? One easy way to be happy, one easy way to be happier, is just to do the things you love more often, right? Certain activities, certain things make you feel good, make you feel happy, make you feel alive. And for some reason, we don't do them enough. So one super easy thing to do is just do them more often. Do those things more often. It's a real, real simple, easy thing to do. If you love, uh, if hiking makes you feel great, well, well hike more, <laughs> okay? If uh, snowboarding makes you feel great, well, go snowboarding more in the winters. Whatever that is. But you got to see it again. Imagine it. See it. Feel it. Like it's real. It's happening now. And then finally, I think a bit, an important one that people miss sometimes is just emotion. Again, remembering that it always comes back to our minds, our thoughts, our minds, and our emotions. That's really what we're looking for, right? We want that, the feeling of happiness. We want in our minds a feeling or a thought of meaning, purpose, love. Those are all internal. And so imagine that. What kind of emotions do you want to feel You know, every day? How would you change that in your life? 
Do you want to feel more confident and strong every day? So that every day you feel confident, you feel strong. Well, imagine yourself feeling calm and strong and confident. See yourself feeling confident, strong. Strong and relaxed. That's a good combination. I think that's a good formula for (laughs) confidence. Being strong and relaxed at the same time. That's a great feeling of confidence. So you got to see yourself feeling that way. Imagine yourself feeling that way. Feel yourself feeling that way. And of course, happy. Happy. Grateful. Feeling love, feeling happiness, feeling connection. You should imagine that every day. Imagine how you want to feel. And maybe too, feeling fearless, more fearless, more courageous, right? Less afraid. So you should imagine that too and see yourself feeling courageous, acting courageous. You create these images in your mind of yourself and little by little they become real. That's how you do it. Don't give up on that. Don't give up on that. You've got to keep going. You've got to try. You know, I teach techniques like this in my VIP program. My VIP program is very much focused on success, confidence, happiness. Of course, I'm teaching you English also. English is the main thing, but I also teach these other things because English is not enough. You're a human being. You're not just an English learner. You're a whole human being. I want you to be happy. I want you to be successful. I want you to be strong and confident. So join my VIP program today. Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Learn how to do this. Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Leadership. Some people give up. Maybe they're afraid. Maybe they're worried. Maybe they're lazy. Maybe they have low confidence. But a lot of people have these dreams. I think most people have dreams like this. Okay, yes, they're, they're different for each person, of course. But they're also similarities, right? Everybody wants those strong, wonderful families. Everybody wants to be free. Most people, I think. And they have other specific dreams. But so many people just quit. They, They give up. They don't try. They don't try. They just do what is expected. They do what other people push them to do. And inside, you know, deep inside, they... They know they're not following their own dreams. They know they're not following what they really want in life. They know they're not really trying to create the life they want. Uh, But they just... And they make excuses. But this creates a great deal of unhappiness. And I will tell you, whatever your age, if you do this, if you give up, if you quit, if you don't try to live that life of your dreams, if you don't 
try and try and try and try every day to create that. You are going to become more and more unhappy and bitter. And people like that, usually when they become older, they're very unhappy old people. You know, you, you kind of meet different kinds of older people. And when I say older, I don't know, people in their 60s, let's say. I'll keep making that age l later and later as I get older. <laughs> well, let's just say people, like retirement age, okay? 65 or older, something like that. And yeah, I myself have met yeah, a good number of people in that age range, over 65, and I tend to uh, meet, you know, kind of two basic categories, and uh, the, the bigger category are people that f seem quite bitter. I mean, th they may not be super unhappy, they, they may, you know, they seem okay, but there's just something like a little bit missing, like they're disappointed with life, like they're a little bitter, a little bit angry with life. Except there's something like is gone. Something's a little bit missing. That enthusiasm for life, that love of life, the appreciation, all those things. And, and I think that these are the people who never tried. Who lived a life that others told them to live and they, they never really tried. See, it's not failing or succeeding that's really the big issue. It's the thing that will make you really unhappy when you get older is if you never try. You look back and you have regret. Ah, oh, why, why didn't I at least try? Like you had the, a dream of starting your own business and then you never even tried. That will make you feel terrible when you get older. Now, if you try and you try and you try and you fail, you fail, you fail, and you just maybe you realize I'm not an entrepreneur, I'm not good at this. It's a different feeling. You won't feel that bitterness. You, you'll, oh, well, I tried and it just wasn't for me. And you, you, you'll feel, you'll be okay with it. You'll be okay. I'll use a very simple example of this. For me, music. Um, at different times in my life when I was younger, really up all the way into my 30s, I thought, oh, you know, I want music. I, mean, I want to be a musician. I want to try to be a musician. And I tried to play guitar and I tried bass and I tried uh, singing a bit. I tried and tried and tried and failed, failed, failed each time. And the reason I failed is I, I discovered, I found each time that while the idea sounded nice, that actually doing it every day, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy the practice. It, it, I, it, I found it very boring. I just, it just didn't, I didn't like it. I just didn't like it. Doing it every day, uh, trying to practice, you know, songs or scales or whatever. And finally, after, you know, trying and then trying again and then trying again, uh, I, I, don't, I don't, I have no bad feelings about it at all. Because I realized, well, I, you know, I tried and I just honestly found it's not for me. Just, yeah, and that's okay. So I don't feel any bitterness. Now, what if I never tried? Then, and suddenly I'm 65 and, oh, I should have tried. Maybe I'd have all these dreams in my head thinking, if I had done it, I, maybe I would have been a great musician, but I never even tried. And right, it, your, your mind can play games like this. And if you can have all these regrets. Now, this is a small example, but it's a good example because it shows, it shows you why the trying is so important, even if you fail. Because I did try, 
and failed and then I learned something about myself so now I don't have that fe- thought at all. I, I, I have no thought that, oh, if I, if I just tried, I would, maybe I'd be a musician. Oh, I realize yeah, I'm not a musician. It's not me. Just not me. Nothing wrong with it. It was a nice idea. It seemed interesting, but eh, not for me. On the other hand, I also had a very strong feeling about having my own business, being financially free, being an entrepreneur, much stronger than uh, music for me. And again, I tried and tried, and with that I succeeded, and I discovered, I found that, ah, this is me. This fits me very well. I'm good at this. I like it. I like doing it every day. I, I even like the difficult parts. I even like the challenging parts. I don't get bored with it. It excites me. It interests me. And there's always an interesting problem to solve or there's a lot of creativity in it. So I found that, oh, this is great. This does fit me. So you got to do this. You got to do this in your life. Whatever those dreams are for you, you've just got to try. You don't have to succeed. This is how you avoid becoming one of those very sad people at the end of your life. Now, the other older people you'll meet are fantastic. They're delightful. They have something in their eyes. They still have an energy. Their bodies might be weak and tired and even sick, (laughs) but there's still something in the eyes. They still have life in them, a love of life, an appreciation for life, a gratitude for life, a wisdom. They don't have a lot of regret and as they get to the end of their life they feel peaceful I think that's what we'd all like I'd hope you've got to live your life you've got to be the master of your life you can't just live it from fear or from what other people tell you 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 have to do or how you have to live Another way to think about this is to think of it as leadership. To do, if you don't do this for yourself, because you're worried, because you're afraid, because whatever, if, you, if, you, if it's hard for you to do this for yourself, do it for other people. What do I mean by that? Well, if you're a parent, do it for your children. Because you know the, 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 the strongest, the most powerful kind of leadership is example, is what you show, not what you say, it's what you do. With children, for example, they watch you. They watch you all the time. And they will copy you and they will learn from what you do much more than what you say. So, if you're fearful, if you don't try to live your dreams, if you don't try to do what you know is right for you, if you never take chances, if you are controlled by fear and worry, what are your children going to learn? They're going to learn to be the same. They're very likely to grow up and become the same, fearful, worried, afraid to live their own life, afraid to do what will make them happy. I know you don't want that for your children. We all want our children to be happy and to be strong and brave and to live the life that will make them the happiest. 
to live a life that will be very meaningful for them. That's what we want for them. And we talk about it. Talk, 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 talk. But talk is cheap, as we say in English. Talk is cheap. If you really want that for your children, you really want them to live that kind of life. You want them to grow up and do that. You have to show them. Show them. Be an example. So they look and they say, Ah, I want to be like dad. I want to be like mom. You know, they, they, they dreamed for something. They wanted a kind of life and they sacrificed and they worked and they tried and they tried and they tried to do it. They didn't, they weren't afraid. They overcame their fears. They overcame their worries and doubts. That's real leadership. You don't need a lot of talking techniques. Show them. And by the way, this is also true for anyone in your life. It's not just children. If you want to inspire other people, you want the people you love, the people around you, you want them to be less afraid. You want them to live a life that will make them happier. You want them to overcome their fears, overcome their worries, try to live their dreams. How do you do that? Well, show them. Do it yourself first. Don't just talk and tell, oh, you should do this, you should do that. That doesn't mean anything. Show them. Show them. Do it yourself and show them. Inspire them with your actions. Show them. Say, see, look, you can do it. I just did it. You can do it too. I was afraid, and, and be honest with them, I was afraid about starting a business, but I, I just had to do it anyway because I, I just, I'd feel terrible if I didn't try. So I overcame it or whatever it is, homeschooling or traveling or whatever. It doesn't matter what it is specifically. It's just that you show them with your actions that you can overcome fear. You can overcome worry. You can do what's right for you even when other people criticize you. Even when other people tell you it's the wrong thing to do, you can't do it. It's crazy. You show people. You do it for them. So if you're... If you... If you can't do it for yourself, do it for the other people in your life. Do it to inspire them. Do it to be a great example for them so that your children, the people you love, your friends will be inspired by you and they will do that. And they will be happier because of the actions you take. They will feel stronger and more inspired because of the actions you take. Because you did it and they realize, ah, I can do it too, maybe. When you do it, when you show them with actions, then, then your words become more powerful. Because now they know your words really mean something. Right? Some people are more motivated, uh, maybe a little more focused on themselves, you know, to make themselves happy. Uh, I want to be successful, to live their dreams, to do all these things for themselves. Other people are more inspired and motivated by helping others. So whichever one is you, that first exercise we did at the beginning here, uh, dreaming and imagining for yourself, that's really powerful. It's also powerful to imagine helping other people by doing this seeing the positive effect you will have on everyone around you the inspiration the motivation you can give 
by living the life of your dreams, overcoming your fears, overcoming your worries, you inspire others. You make everyone's life better by doing this. It's not just about you. And some people, that's the an even bigger motivation to do it for others, the others they care about. And for many of us, it's both. Look, this world... This world needs this. This world we're living in now. Okay? We're living in a world overwhelmed by fear and cowardice. Cowardice means being afraid all the time, being wimpy, weak, and afraid. Our modern world is overwhelmed by fear, cowardice, worry. The world is needs, I mean, so many people in the world need an example, a hero, an example, a leader of to show courage. Right? The world is crying out for courage, for boldness. You probably maybe you don't realize how powerful that can be. That if you just show some courage, you show some boldness. You take a strong action. It can impress people. It can motivate people. It can inspire people. Even small actions can do that because so few people now will do this. So many people are so worried about what everybody else thinks. Social media has made this worse. Everybody's worried about getting likes and clicks and the approval of everybody else. It's a, it's a web of fear and worry. Just the smallest action, the smallest act of courage can be very, very powerful in this world now. People want it. People need it. They're looking for that kind of leadership. You can do it. Do it for them. All right, I'll see you next time. Go to EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Join my VIP program. Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com.